No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today I'm here with AJ Tracy on the heels of our sold out show last night. Yeah, man. It's fire. How you feeling? I'm good, man. It was a good show. Exciting. Yeah, it was a great show. Your, your fans are like ridiculously rabid, and yeah. I, I was <laughs> astonished by how every, like, there was just so many people that knew every fucking word, including the most technical sounding verses. Yeah, literally, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't know where it is, but the kids are just locked in, man. I feel mm. like anything I give them, even if it's complicated, they just take time to learn it and give it back to me. So, yeah, cool. you have like a. a national hero type vibe going with a lot of these kids yeah. i feel like where they really they believe in you it's like a very very strong sense of support that Facts. i was missing yeah, out there i think I, f- I try to separate myself from everyone else by just like doing what i feel like is cool you know what i'm saying i yeah. don't try to follow everyone else i know who i am where i come from and i just i feel like they feel that they can be who they are and they can be proud of where they come from because i just do it for them you know what i'm saying yeah i feel like you're you're doing like a crazy job of sort of treading the line where they're like more than anyone else i feel like the american crowd was mentioning you a lot like you're mm-hmm. fucking up if you don't get aj tracy while you're out <laughs> there My people, yeah, you've, you've managed to to fit into both lanes very nicely i would say yeah i think um with the american crowd it's more like my affiliations you know what i'm saying mm. i'm just around like people who Obviously, people care about. But sometimes they need that to sort so of to, to take, take you the in. plunge. Yeah, of course. And, and really to go fuck look with at you. your music. Yeah, 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 of course, bro, of course. Yeah, definitely. And and also what's crazy is that you're all over the fucking radio right now. I hear yeah. you hear AJ Tracy <laughs> live and direct everywhere you go. <laughs> everywhere you go, everywhere you go, man. Yeah. It's a good time. If you, if you came here two years ago, the radio did not want to play my music. Really? And they refused. They were like, no, nah, we're not playing this kid. Was that the radio changing or was that you changing? Uh, neither. I think it's just that, you know, when it's like I saw a Palm Angel ever where they said like, oh, it's when it becomes undeniable, like it's undeniable, you know what I'm saying? Like right. they can block you out until it's undeniable. Like I feel like my music just got to the point where everyone's saying to them so much, you have to play, you're not the cool radio station if you don't play his music. Like yeah. you have to, you know, it's not a choice. Yeah. I think it just got to that point to be honest. I mean, that needs to be the, the sort of attitude that you're presenting to the radio stations and shit is that like, you, you can't just get away with not supporting the local acts. Like if you're not exactly. supporting your own countrymen, then what the fuck are you really exactly. actually doing? What is your purpose? What is your use here? Yeah, so basically imagine, I'll give you an example. So there's a couple of nightclubs here that they're very, uh, I don't want to be rude, yeah? But basically, mm. if an American comes to town, they'll roll out the red carpet, you know what I'm saying? If you're British and you're like, even if you're famous here, like Massive here, they just don't treat you the same respect. Mm. So me and a couple of other artists have been like calling them on it, saying, yo, like, we live here, we're going to give you money all the time. Like, why would you, like, someone come to town and you want to like, I can swear, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you want to suck their dick and then like, we're here and then, and you just don't want to show any love. So we've been like calling them out on that kind of shit. And I feel like it's very strange because if you want Americans, to, to take you seriously, you have to have self-pride and self-love. You have to respect yourself before anyone else respects you. Mm. So if you look like you're only doing things to impress Americans, then they're never going to be impressed anyway. So it's just right. ridiculous what they're doing. Well, so. You can never do a better rendition of, you know, you're so much better off being the authentic exactly, version of yourself exactly. than being a fucking cloned version of something that you're never going to 100% yeah. be. That's facts. Yeah. Uh, and so that song we're talking about, Ladbrook Grove. Yeah. That's you said a, it right. You said I it did right. say it right. Yeah, okay, thank you. Because you're, you're right. That's what I was thinking when I was just looking <laughs> at it right there. But so that song, how, where did that song come from and how'd you end up just naming it after mm. where you're from? And it's kind of crazy that that's become such a big hit and yeah. it's just named after your So your basically, um, I got to the point where I was working on my album. And obviously on your album, you wouldn't make an album full of hits because mm. every track is never going to be a hit, even if they are all hits. Right. So you pick the ones you want to be hits, basically, and hopefully with the help of the public and God willing, they're going to be hits. So I heard this tune when I'd made it and I was like, I think this is going to be one of the hits. So I'm going to name it after my hood. So every time they play it on the radio, the hood gets a shout out, you know mm. what I'm saying? Because no one ever talks about where I'm from because West London, we don't have that many rappers. West London's kind of similar to like um, like Harlem. Like we just care about like looking fly and just getting money, but we don't really 
concern ourselves with it, business of everyone else, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So because of that, yeah, I was like, boom, every time it plays on the radio, we're going to get a shout out. So there I needed that because of that. And the type of music is called Garage. And uh, Garage, I know Americans have Garage too, but it's like UK Garage is very old school, very uh, skippy. And yeah. It's like feel good music. Everyone associates it with like summertime, having a, a cider, which I saw you tweet mm-hmm. about, yeah. Ciders I was nice. so annoyed that nobody on my team <laughs> knew what that was. I'm like, you could buy a cider, like granted a really shitty cider yeah. at the gas station <laughs> in America. Like yeah. this is not a new concept. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Exactly. But yeah, so um, it's garage music. And uh, obviously my mother's white and my dad's black. And a lot of the white community in the UK um, listen to garage music. It's more like a, I don't want to say it's for white people, but it's like, it's what they listen to in the, in the like, you know, like the white hood is what they listen to, Garage. So um, I grew up listening to that with my mum and I just thought it's nice to bring it back. Right. Just give everyone a taste of like, some feel-good music because a lot of UK raps, you know, stab this, shoot that, trap this. And I was like, yo, let me give them some happy music. But were you more like that coming up? Was your stuff more street level when you first started rapping? Yeah, and then, yeah man. I, I mean, Because you've been at it for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'll keep it real. You can only rap about your life or what you live, or at least everyone exaggerates in their lyrics, but you have to rap about what you know, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I can only rap what I live and what I know, and my content slowly changed because obviously I get money now. But like, I could never sit here and tell you I trap because I don't. I make a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I can't rap about the stuff I used to rap about because I don't live that anymore. So I just rap about what's currently going on, man. I'm having fun in it and drinking alcohol in the sun, so that's what I made a tune about. <laughs> is what it is. Definitely. Yeah, man. So do you feel like a, a extreme sense of pride from West London just because you're one of the few that has really kind of broke through exactly in terms that. of representing exactly that area? That, man. There's not many of us, so I feel like I've got to be one of the flag bearers, so I've got to do it properly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you feel like kind of a target as well? Is there is there negative attention that comes yeah, along with course, it? of course. Of course, man. There's negative attention for... Oh, he's he's light skinned he can't be a gangster or whatever the f they say he's got curly hair not taking him seriously you know at the end of the day everyone says everything but it's show and prove you know what i'm saying so i don't reply to any of these comments or make a point of anything i just do what i'm doing and it will prove itself like i don't need to say anything yeah, yeah is man. being light-skinned a big deal here being mixed yes or no like nowadays not really there's loads of light-skinned people nowadays but obviously when i was a little kid it's like it wasn't a new concept so to speak but you don't really see in london many old mixed race people you know what i'm saying because it's kind of new right so when I was younger, it's like, I'm not dark enough to hang with the black kids and I'm not white enough to be with the white kids. Uh. So I'm kind of like some mid-ground. It's like in uh, Harry Potter, they call them, what they call them? Mudbloods. Okay. When they're half wizard, half not. Right. Yeah, that's like, I mean, <laughs> Mudblood, Oreo, all of this. When you, do you recall it being a really big deal for your mother and your father to be together at that time? Because nah, obviously, not at all. Because no. my, my dad used to be a rapper. Oh, yeah. And my mum oh, was a DJ, that, yeah. yeah. So, like, for them, they're, they're like... Oh, so, they kind of you know come from the, the Yeah, scene. yeah, they're cool, man. Okay. They're cool. So, they, there's nothing to them. But I think um, maybe for other people who saw my family... Right. Because sometimes I'd be walking with my mum and people would, like, speak to my mum and then be like, oh, like, is that your son? Like, oh, he's black. Oh, because she's obviously just a white woman. Right. And they'd be like, oh, that's your son. Okay. People like, love being able to sort of unfold that, that riddle real quick. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so, your parents. Was your dad... Uh, did he influence you getting into being a rapper much i'll be honest no nah, not at all not really? really yeah i didn't do it because of him like, a lot of but you probably wouldn't want your kid to be a rapper either I, right I, that, that's my worst See? nightmare See? i do not want my son to be a rapper i need him to go and play soccer yeah and he's a bit be a football football he's got to be a footballer football. yeah as, as, as a pure <laughs> londonite yeah. yeah i love that but yeah i need him to be a football player man I, um my dad being a rapper he did all right you know what i'm saying he's got some bars it's mm. like more old school like boom back kind of rap okay he's cool man i, I, I respect him but 
didn't influence me at all, man. Really? I think, if anything, it gave me the opportunity to be like, okay, he made music, so I can I can make music if I want to, but it didn't really make me go down the path of rap or anything, so. Right. What, yeah. what was the hip-hop or the music in general that you were interested in when you were a young kid that made you want to get involved yourself? Um, I mostly listened to, like, Dizzy Rascal, Skepta. Skepta was and is my favorite MC, like, ever, period. Like, I just think he's the hardest, I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, I listened to a lot of, like, LL Cool J, Mob Deep, Nas, um, big L, big pun, like that kind of music, more like New York rap. Uh. Yeah, man. And then uh, Andre 3000, these kind of people. Yeah, man, growing up outcast. I mean, I've always been exposed to like a wide variety of music. So that's why I'm able to make like, I'm quite versatile because I'll listen to a new piece of music, like some reggae and be like, this is fire. Where other people listen to reggae, why you listen to reggae, put some drill music on. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm yeah. open-minded. If I hear good music, even if I don't like the song, I can acknowledge it's good music. Were you a bit more close-minded when you were younger, though, in terms of just wanting to make, like, hardcore drill or grime or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah, I was it? an angry kid, man. I was an angry kid. Really? Like, like we all are, yeah, man. That's kind of hard for me to see in yeah. you now, to be totally honest. Yeah, you yeah, seem, no, like, very no, facts, chill, chill facts. cool. I could show you an old video. I, I don't look like the person I am today, you know really? what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But it's because the situation I was in, I just felt stuck. Like, a lot of London youth do feel stuck, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I thought I was an intelligent kid with just no options. And I was like angry at the world. Like, why am I smart, but I have no options? I can't make any money. Yeah. My mom's struggling, like my little brother needs money. Like what's going on? Why, why is there no options? So because of that, my content was very aggressive. I'll be honest, it was very aggressive. Right. But um, I, I don't even like, I don't regret rapping about that because that's the life I lived. That's how life was. So I just give you a story. I'm just giving you my take on life. So I'll never regret that. But I feel like it's good that I've grown up and I've seen like, okay, I was rapping about that it's cool to move forward and rap about what's current, you know what I'm saying, so. Right, yeah, did you come close to sort of getting wrapped up in bad stuff when you were a kid or did you largely uh, avoid most of that stuff? Um, obviously without Jai snitching. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I did what I did to make ends meet. Um, yeah, man, I got in trouble a couple of times, which is currently making my life a bit difficult. So, <laughs> like, but, really? Yeah, not, not difficult, but obviously you can never do something in the streets and they just forget about it. The streets don't forget. Like, whatever you've done, it's there. Like, oh. whether my fans can think all they want. In fact, it, it plays to my advantage when people think I'm soft. If you think I'm soft, then there's no problems to me. You're not going to try me. Right. You're not going to bring hassle. Police don't care about me. That's perfect. But the things that we have done, me and some other rappers, whatever they've done, it's always going to catch up with you. You know what I'm saying? So, luckily for me, I wasn't bad like that. I didn't do too many things, but I rustled a few feathers and it's always, always going to be there, man. It's do you get a hard time from the cops or have you kind of beat yeah, yeah. that? <sighs> Listen, you can be the sweetest kid you want. If you're black, you're getting a hard time from the cops. Really? That's what it is, bro. Genuinely, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, because I've been hearing that from a lot of the, the different people that I've been interviewing. But Rap it feels... police. You know about the rap police? I hear there's specific rap police. Come on, of course there's rap police, bro. Really? They, they'll know, like, okay, he's at the studio. They, they watch your Instagram, your Snap. Listen, I'm dropping game on other rappers. If you didn't know this, like I'm giving you game here. Well, like, see, they had that in New York. I didn't know they had that. Hundred percent. Listen, wow. people think like it's a myth until they get arrested. Like, why do you think rappers? Listen, if you're from the hood and you're from a gang background and they know you're gang affiliate and now you're making a lot of money, like just put two and two together. What do they think you're doing? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> They're right. gonna be watching you. So I know this for a fact. So whenever I'm like in a public place or going somewhere, da -da -da, I make sure everyone around me is like, yo, I know like what they're doing, like who has what on them and everyone's cool and all legit and everything's, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just don't want to get caught up in anything. And I feel like some other rappers need to take heed of that because they move very loose. They move like they're still in the streets and bro, you, you make a lot of money now. You need to 
come correct, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you've been pretty well known for a decent amount of time now, many, mm-hmm. many years. But I mean, God, you think they would stop fucking with you at a certain point? I hope one day. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at some point, you got to be an old man and they just got to forget about exactly, shit, right? Exactly. I hope maybe when I'm like 40, they'll leave me alone. So, how did you uh, start building relationships with people in the US? Because you're somebody that that's one thing is that I, I, you just know a bunch of the mm-hmm. people that I know or a bunch of like the cool people from LA and stuff like mm-hmm. that like how did you how did you start first going to the US or meeting these people um, obviously a lot of British kids when they're younger we see things like American Pie and all this stuff and we just see American culture and it just looks like it's like our culture but like times 10 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. just like bigger so a lot of us just want to go over there and just experience life so obviously my mum had taken me when I was a little kid I was like two I went to Florida with her San Fran when I was like I don't know, young kid, but she kept taking me over there. Mm. So when I started making my own money, I said to my manager, I was like, I want to do that cool thing that like all the, all the artists do. Like I want to go LA and just do some writing and stuff. So it was like, yeah, go on. Went there. And um, obviously I had made a video called Pasta and I had worn a velo on top in it just because I've been knowing about just like brands and stuff. Right. And um, Virgil had sent me the Off-White Velo collab. And um, this, is, this is years ago. I wore it in a video and then when Bari came to London, he hit me. He's like, yo, come link me. Like, that's my brand. Like, come link me. Linked him. Obviously, we made friends and stuff. Then when I was out in LA, he's like, oh, you got a place to stay. And like, I was staying in, right, I was staying in Chinatown in some like motel. And it was like cockroaches, drug dealers, like everything, like weapons and stuff. And it's one thing when I'm in my ends, I <laughs> right, see these when things. It. When I'm in someone else's ends, it's like, oh, like I'm not really safe here. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Barry's like, don't worry about that. Like, come link me, link to him. And then like Rocky, let me stay in his crib and stuff. And I meet, met Swoosh. I met like my boy Barter. Like, I met all of them, you know what I'm saying? I made my song, the one I performed last night at your show, LA for a week. Right. I made that like in Rocky's crib, like downstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and obviously they just kept plugging me and introduced, they're good people. So they just started plugging me in with people. And I just ended up being, you know how you just end up in LA and just places. Yeah. So I just started ending up in studios with different rappers and, and then um, I met my boy Denzel Curry from um, doing a record of him. Oh, I, I didn't realise you guys uh, were tight. Yeah, that's my guy, man. I met Amine from doing a record of him and Missy Elliott. Like, I just, I don't know how we just managed to link up. Amine came to my show actually in XOYO. Really? Years ago. He just came just to see, like, they, he just heard this kid's name and he was like, let me just go see what he's about. And then we made friends from there. Wow. Yeah, man. And then just, I don't know, man, Jay Critch, that's my guy. Obviously, he's from the same country as me. Trinidad and there's not a lot of us so we just kind of like you know, stick together right. we made a track we've got some more heat coming as well yeah there's loads of people man sorry anyone I forgot but like you know what I'm saying yeah um, but I did that know. give you a lot of uh, confidence because maybe at that time you weren't necessarily getting the hometown love exactly. and then all of a sudden you meet all these dudes who have money they're famous yeah. etc and they're showing you love exactly. and they're loving your depiction of England it's so funny that you say that because this is this is a thing that I've been trying to tell people like when I was going to come up here None of the like UK olders. There's a few of them did show me some love, like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Shout out Skep and shout out P Money because they did show me love. But there's a couple man who didn't want to show me any love. They're just being so you know like the cold shoulder. No one wanted to let me in the door. They didn't want to help me out, and I felt like I was on the cusp of making money and getting my family like out of the mud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No one wanted to give me that extra little boost to like really get in there. So I was like, okay, cool. Like it is how it is. Fuck everyone. I'm just gonna hate everyone for life. And I'm a very vengeful person. Like I hold a grudge. I don't care what no one says. I hold a grudge. And when I get that revenge, it's so sweet. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I went over to America and I'm thinking, rare. So all the way over here, they're showing me this kind of love and they're fucking with me. But in my own town, like no one wants to show me any love. It's crazy. I, I grew a little bit, um, a little bit resentful. You know what I'm saying? Like um, like LMA, like obviously over here, people weren't trying to show her the love she deserved. 
she went over to America, everyone loves her. You know what I'm saying? Right. It does get like that sometimes. So I mean, so, rappers always say that to me is like, yeah, man, like like even dudes who are, have blown up and have millions of plays on YouTube, mm. and they'll tell me that in their hometown is still like people are just very very slow yeah. to really accept you because they they see you as a threat to their local identity. In exactly, a way. Yeah. and 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 they see it as like, oh, why why is he better than us? Why does he get to come out the hood and we don't? You know what I'm saying? Right. Crabs in a barrel, man. That's what it is, really. What was the first song that broke through uh, out here that, in terms of like really getting you a, a bigger platform? Uh, it was actually a freestyle. I did a freestyle on Link Up TV. It's called oh, Packages. Yeah. And uh, it's got like, I don't know, like 13, 14 million views or something. And it's because obviously when you spit grime, there's like a very fast flow. It's different yeah. from a drill flow. But I was my thing was like, I always spat grime, but not really on grime beats. I kind of like drill beats or trap beats, rap beats. Cause like more US trap beats are like 70 BPM. Mm. We rap at 140 BPM. So I can double time on a trap beat at the same speed I do on a grind beat. Okay. Yeah, so I started doing all that. And then um, I rapped on a drill beat and everyone was like, oh, like he, he's spent grime on a drill beat. Like this is crazy. And obviously ran up the views. Then people started taking notice. They're like, okay, this guy's hard. Like he's from West, like no one's from West. Like there was literally, when, when I came out, there was like no one from West who was popping. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. Yeah, man, started running it up. Does it sort of all come as like a flood of attention out here? Because there's all these freestyle shows out here. Mm. There's a lot of like local media and stuff. Did it all sort of just start At to once. come together once you started to do some numbers on yeah, one thing? Yeah, pretty much. Everyone started reaching out. Um, there's a couple of people, I'm not going to lie to you, who are showing love to me and still do like before I even put that freestyle out. There were a couple of people fucking with me, but not really. Mm. You know what I'm saying that like, shout out GRM because they were, they were fucking with me before that. Um, I put a video out after that on GRM. I got my first million views like on like a mu music video. Um, yeah, man, and from there we just, I just went really, we yeah. just went. I done Tiago Silva with Dave, which obviously is back in the charts actually right now. That, yeah, that, yeah, I know because yeah, of this yeah, ridiculous yeah. situation, you yeah, got your crazy. verse stolen. I forgot to <laughs> mention that. Yeah, fact. It's so Alex, funny <laughs> that they didn't really even uh, try to like give it a clickbait title. It's just basically the same title as a music video, but Literally. with Alex instead of Literally. AJ Tracy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's what crazy. was it like seeing this fucking kid uh, rap your verse? But honestly, I'm not a hater, bro. So I didn't really care. Like I was like, I was happy for him. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. when I looked on his Instagram, I keep telling people like his old pictures. He's got a picture like at front row, like at my show. You know what I'm saying? So he's clearly a fan who like put money in my pocket. How can I be mad at this kid? Like, right. It's impossible. Like I'm not a hater. Everyone gets their 15 minutes. Let him have his 15 minutes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He rapped the verse. He done his thing, man. He definitely Congratulations, seems like he saying? had his heart in the right place. He looked he nervous as hell. Very nervous. We don't know what kind of substances yeah, might yeah, have been around in his bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. And he's young as all, man. He's so young, man. I think he's like 15. Is he 15? Yeah, he's 15. Oh, well, hopefully no substances. Yeah. yeah. No, he definitely, there was definitely substances, <laughs> man. But yeah, well, he's 15, man. So I was like, yeah, man, do your thing, man. I'm happy for you. I think a lot of people are angry on my behalf. Mm. But you know, like, I'm not angry. So like, why are you angry? It doesn't really matter, man. Yeah. I see a lot of like... um other topics like blending in like the racism topics with him and stuff which is yeah cool like that's a topic as well but yeah. like for him personally he didn't do anything wrong man it's just it is what it is isn't it i mean yeah i've seen that conversation going on online where people are like oh this would be perceived so much differently if it was a black kid singing it everybody's just acting like it's all good it's all yeah. cute because it's a little white kid <laughs> i mean yeah but that is the reason why yeah. it's funny is that it's a it's guy a white kid, exactly. he doesn't look like a rapper and exactly. he's rapping with his bucket hat yeah <laughs> fair enough man. fair enough yeah man <laughs> hilarious yeah but okay so that song is huge for you to the level that before you were coming out on stage last night and really even before you were in the building <laughs> people were singing oh Tiago so. the second that there was a, a <laughs> moment of silence and they would be doing it over the okay, beats songs. of yeah, other yeah, yeah. songs I'm That's like so I've never funny. seen anything like that yeah it's crazy they do that all our shows now me and Dave like before we come out they're just chanting that it's cool but like obviously we can't speak like it's so loud it's everyone doing it we're like oh. 
that we have to give them Tiago Silva. Like they won't let us go unless we give them that song. Like. Right. Fair and, enough though. So it's a good song, man. When did that song come about? Or was there anything special about that um, process? Yeah, it's coming up to like almost four years old now. Oh, okay. And uh, basically the story of how me and Dave became friends is my younger brother is like, he's like really good with music. Like he knows what's good music. You know what I'm saying? He used to listen to a lot of like old school rap. He didn't really care for like the new kind of like SoundCloud rap. You know what I'm saying? He mm -hmm. was very old school like rap. So he used to always um, show me, yo, listen to this, listen to that. If he says it's good, I know it's good. So he said, yo, listen to this kid, Dave. Like, he's hard. Like, I think he was, I don't quite remember how old he was at the time, but like 16, 17. He's like, listen to this. Listen to it. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's cool. And then I went out, did what I did. Came back next week. My little brother was like, no, listen to this other freestyle. Like, Dave's got like, listen to this. I took him in. I was like, all right, cool. This kid's hard. He's hard. How old is he? He told me. I was like, okay, that's crazy. And then I reached out on Twitter and I was like, yo, bro, like, Obviously, I don't want. I, I know you got a lot of people DMing you right now. I don't want to be another one of these guys just riding your wave. But like, if you need anything, like genuinely, just shout me. I think you're hard. He just said like, thank you, and then he hit me when he was in my hood. He was like, I'm in studio in your hood. Like, come through. So I went through, and we didn't make anything. We just like chat. You know what I'm saying? Became friends. I met like his manager, good people's. So he's actually from my hood as well. Mm -hmm. And then um, we met up again in studio, and then uh, we were gonna write to this beat that was trending at the time that everyone was doing like a version of. Okay. And then when we did it, we were like. This is so hard. Why would we do this? Why don't we make our own song instead of doing someone else's beat? So we picked a really old school classic grand beat and we got our friend to like chop it up and make it like a new version. Jumped on it back to back and then his brother's currently incarcerated and um, he was like, it'll be great if you guys flew to Paris if you've got enough money, you know what I'm saying? Which we didn't really have money at the time. Mm. But it's like, you can get a really cheap flight to Paris for like, like 50 pound, you know what I'm saying? Return flight. So we're like, it's worth it. It's worth it investing in yourself. So we went there, shot the video, came back. And that's it. The rest is history. And what is the significance of Tiago Silva? Uh, being that I'm a person who doesn't know anything about your uh, country's sport of football, uh, what, what was what was so epic so, about him that made you want to name the song after him? Or was it just that one line in the song about? Uh, I'm not even going to try to recreate yeah, it here. Yeah, yeah. Tiago Silva, man. Then yeah. So basically, he's a defender, um, a Brazilian defender who plays for Paris Saint Germain, PSG, mm -hmm. uh, French team, Paris team. So. He's just like world-class. Like everyone knows him as one of the best footballers. So it's like saying like Odell Beckham you know, in your lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or Kevin Durant. It's just like naming a, a great player. But the significance was obviously he had said his name in the lyrics. And when we, full disclosure, when we got to the end of the song, we're sitting there like, this is hard, but what do we name it? Mm. And everyone was saying, there was like a couple of girls in the room like saying random things like name it lampshade, name it carrot, like dead serious. And we couldn't think of a name. And usually how it goes is if we can't think of a name, one of these silly names will end up being a name. Right. But instead... I, I can't remember, maybe it was Dave, I can't remember who said it, but someone was like, nah, let's just name it Tiago Silva because he's mentioned in the song. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But like, naming it after Sportsman is always cool. Right. Named it that, gave it a good cover art, and yeah, that's how it came about, man. You, has he ever acknowledged it publicly? Yes, the other day, after this, this uh, Gaston really? briefing, he followed me and Dave and, and he tweeted us. So I'm not going to lie, that's like, phew, I was like, right, wow, mission done, crazy. mission done. That's ridiculous. Yeah, all these years later, so coming up to four years now, like, and it's back in the charts, and now he's followed us. It's crazy. Yeah, I wonder if he like really even understands the significance or I whatever. Think, I think he had people like break it down to him and say like, "This is what these." He's kids probably are just about. as confused as I was. Hundred percent more so. Hundred percent because he's gonna come to England at some point. And people are gonna be saying, "Oh, T.O. like he's gonna be like, huh?" It's better that he figures it out now. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. Or he'd be so confused. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Yeah, at first when I was looking at it, I was confused too because I thought that it was. Tiago Alvarez is a UFC fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is the only Tiago in my in my Rolodex mentally mm -hmm. at first. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so um, you also had like another viral clip that I was watching recently where this fucking white woman on the news basically <laughs> like she was trying to make the point that your videos look like they're just gang videos, which yeah. is 
pretty hilarious because she's basically insinuating that just a bunch of black guys All hanging gang. out yeah. together yeah. Just <laughs> means that they must be a gang. That's the UK definition of gang, basically. Right. Yeah. If, if, if you want it to be, then if you're old and conservative, I exactly. guess that's kind of what they end up rolling with. So yeah. how did you feel when she posed that question to you? I think you could see it in my face, honestly. <laughs> so, like, obviously... You're like, did I really just come here to yeah, get asked that? Yeah, yeah. You know what it was? The reason why it made me more upset, I'll be honest, is because... Like um, an artist who was dear to our culture passed away. His name's Cadet, mm. and um, obviously, I, when I went in, they were like, "Oh, would you like to?" Because I knew, I knew, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's a good guy, and they were like, "Would you like to say a few words about him?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'll, I'll talk. Raise awareness. You know what I'm saying? Raise right. awareness." And then also, we had a tragedy in my area, um, the Grenfell Tower fire. Right. Um, and a lot of people died, and my friends passed away in the in the in the, in the fire. So they were like, "Do you want to speak about these two topics?" And I was like, "Yeah, like this is it's like you know daytime TVs, like a lot of white people watching. It's good for me to like talk about this, yeah." went sat down they gave me a list of questions they're going to ask me so like i knew what they're going to ask me right she basically just <laughs> didn't ask a single question on that list she was just like so straight from the jump straight in like off rip yo uh yeah your videos are so gang you have loads of black gang 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 knife crime gang guns i was like, <sighs> yeah. like what this meant to be a positive interview like i just got number three album in the country like independently like no label at all and you're talking about gangs and stuff i was a bit disappointed to be honest but then i remembered it's sad that I remember that, yo, I'm black, like, people treat me differently. I forgot. I just like a forgot. Reminder, from yeah. yeah. Certain people are never yeah. going to stop treating you weird because of that shit. Exactly that. that. And I'm not that guy to just always pull out the race card. But when it's like that, it's like blatantly obvious you just don't like me because I'm black, which is just yeah. it's crazy. Just so trying to hit you with a narrative that, yeah. like, you know, in terms of your time spent, you know, hanging out in the block, that was a long ass time ago for you. Exactly. It's a distant memory. And it's distant just... memory. I just went, and that video she's talking about, I went back to the block because that's still my people's. I'm still around it. It's like I haven't disconnected with the area. So I I went around there and shot the video with my friends because they're my friends. I grew up with them. This is where I'm from. And also, I'll drop some game on you. I'll give you the inside scoop here. Yeah. So okay. that woman who was interviewing me, it's not her show. Usually, it's a woman called Victoria who right, interviews. Yeah. But this is her like little intern. I don't know what the hell she is. She just filled in. She's you know probably trying to make a splash, Exactly. Huh? She wanted the moment. Mm. And I didn't want to give her the moment. I wasn't going to bite. So if you see it in the clip, yeah, like obviously, I have ADHD as well. But like I was kind of like doing this because I was angry. And then like I looked to the left. I looked at her, my tour manager over there. And I was like, I was looking at her like, like, should I swear? Do I flip the table? Mm. Like, what do I do? You could make it your moment right literally, there. Literally, literally. <laughs> you know what I thought? I thought the best thing to do is just give her a calm, composed answer and not give her any of the t attention she wants. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because she's trying to paint you as being something that you're not. So why exactly. why even give her that? Yeah. Exactly. Because then you're going to be making, you're going to be big up in her shit even more. If you literally. I mean. She'll get her moment. And like, the kind of audience she has as well, they're, they're not even going to care. Like, they're just going to be like, yes, like, right. well done for shouting out that criminals, for catching him out and... Yeah, so forget. That's crazy. So, how much has your life changed? I was saying that you uh, golf is your hobby. Yeah, a little bit, man. I'm, I'm guessing that wasn't your hobby when you were still on the block. <laughs> Definitely had never played golf. The before. roads, as you guys yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, Look, say, I know what the words are. Yeah, yeah, yeah we say the roads still. <laughs> we, we say the hood. You guys say the roads. That's exactly. what I'm slowly putting together. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, you got it, man. You got it. But, yeah. um, little by little. Uh, my life changed a lot, to be honest. I mean, I was never a super bad kid. I just did things that. I had to do to make ends meet. I, I never did anything to be cool. As soon as I didn't have to do certain things, straight away I stopped it. Like I didn't want police at my mom's door. I didn't want to be known as like a crook or known as a bad person because I don't think I am one. Mm. And I just really genuinely just done what I had to do to make sure like everyone who I love is okay. You know what I'm saying? It is how it is, man. It gets how it gets. But like I said, as soon as I, st I could stop, I stopped. I got a little nine to five. I did it for a month. And like, I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I couldn't deal with people telling me what to do. They had mm. me like, 
cleaning dishes and trying to clean the toilet and just like, yo, you can't go home yet. Come back here and clean this. You know, that kind of just treat me like dirt. Mm. I had to walk home every day from central London to Labra Grove, which is like at least like an hour and a half or something. Walk, walk at 3 a.m. Wow. Yeah, bro, like hungry and all this shit. 3 a.m. Like, I'm not trying to give you a sub story, but it's No, just but you're asking for trouble right there. I mean, you're Literally. like, you, whatever then, yeah, money exactly. you make at work, you're going to fucking end up spending it at the hospital. <laughs> Literally, or that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. So, yeah, I did that for like a month. I got my first paycheck and the paycheck didn't even cover like what I had spent that month. You know what I'm mm. saying? So I was like, this just makes no sense. So I turned my phone back on, as you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then did that for a little bit. I went to university, but I was really just going to university to like, I'm not even gonna jazz nation myself, but I was going to university to work, yeah. And then I was like, let me just do music. Let me try music. Everyone says I'm hard. Let me try music. Like I'm watching these guys on YouTube getting millions of views, and they're shit. I'm like, I'm way better than these guys. Like, why am why don't I have a million views? So I made the links. I tried to like really. This is this is more game. I'm gonna give everyone more game, yeah. So this is what I did. I'm thinking I'm not gonna spam everyone on Twitter. Hey. Download my mixtape, hey, 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 hey. I was like, I'll never want to be one of those guys. I'm not going to stand in Oxford Street handing out mixtapes because I don't think that's effective either. Uh I'm going to find the people who matter. I'm going to get their email addresses. I'm going to email them a song that I genuinely think is hard. And I'm just not going to say, beg for anything. I'm just going to say, this is my new track. If you fuck with it, you do. If you don't, you don't. Just like hit me back if you do. That's smart. Not many people hit me back, but one DJ called Cyan Anderson, who works for BBC, she hit me back and she's like a massive DJ. You know what I'm saying? got a, a sick spot on the radio like she's really what everyone used to listen to to get like the cool music she's mm-hmm. like one of the tastemakers she hit me back she's like yeah this is hard I'm gonna play it that's it literally like that and I saw it as soon as I saw the email I was like like thank god like that paid off that's like my moment that's my in that little seed was all you literally, needed right? literally that little idea I had actually paid off and then she started all her shows like she started the next like 30 shows with my song wow and then everyone by then everyone's like who's this kid like who is this and then she started shouting out my name i didn't even have twitter at the time i made a twitter um i like started building up my so- i made all, all my socials neat so they're all the same name i had really like a blueprint laid out to really do this and then um yeah man i started gaining a bit of traction i'm like right so now that i got this little buzz i gotta capitalize i did the freestyle thing you know what i'm saying done some collabs like done with dave da-da-da-da-da. started building up my brand dropped a little tape and then what i did is i dropped the acapellas for the tape so that all the djs could remix it oh there you go exactly so that I, from there i'm like okay i got this unlocked now i know what i'm doing and i kind of just kept trying to go upwards really that's actually kind of crazy that you've been able to do all this independent it's kind of like a testament yeah. to your own like ability to move around and and your knowledge of the game because like a lot of the stuff the looks that you've gotten and the things you've done so far seem like the kind of shit that anybody in the uk who seems like they're doing that kind of stuff has mm. pretty much gotten help from labels and definitely stuff. yeah man and it's before that time I, I didn't even have a manager at that point when i was doing all that and then my manager kind of hit me and he's like yo bro look like you're sick you're sick but like I can help you, you know what I'm saying? I can help you just get everything in line. Mm. And I really needed that. I was a stubborn kid. Like, I was like, I didn't want to manage on, but he helped me, man. Thank God I got a manager, bro. He, he does a sick job, you know what I'm saying? And then I got an agent and I started getting bookings. Mm. And obviously my mom told me, actually my mom said to me, she's like, look, like, I know you, you're lazy. You want to like do the bare minimum and get really? the most out of it. I am lazy, this, this is true. But <laughs> she said, look, go to your shows, like kill them, like kill them, like with you, as much as you can, like come home like ill and like with no voice. Cause when you kill it, the promoter's gonna see you killed it and the kids are gonna see how good the show was. Your the mom kids, told you that? Yeah, my mom told me that. That's actually pretty amazing that she was like with it enough <laughs> to know that. Yeah, yeah. She, she's been supporting me from the start. Like, she's like the only one who supported me. That's the family. benefit of having a mom who like knows what the fuck is up in the music <laughs> exactly. world and shit like that. Exactly, know? she's cool, man. But she was yeah. like, yeah, kill it. And then the promoter started telling other promoters, the kids told other kids and here we are. You know what I'm saying? Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, So still single? You ain't doing the girlfriend thing? No, I got a girlfriend, man. 
You don't? I do have one now. Oh, you do have one now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, there was a girl that I was looking at backstage at uh, the, the festival, mm-hmm. and then I go on YouTube, and I search your name, and I see you playing football with her on, on the video game system. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Ellie. That was the witch. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's cool, man. Pretty girl, man. She's very You're out nice. here just doing things with the YouTube community? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm with everything. I'm with everything. Literally, like, if I like it, I do it. Like, I want to do Twitch. I want to stream some stuff soon. Really? I'm with everything. That'd be it. crazy. Yeah, crazy. You I'm fuck with KSI? I do fuck with KSI. Really? You guy. know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, oh, okay. he's my guy, man. He's I'm trying guy. to get him to do the interview uh, tomorrow or Friday yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, he's funny. Yeah. He's funny, bro. He's actually funny. Still. I, I mean, the YouTuber world is kind of like, it's like, you know, you could be like, liked by the real rap fans and mm-hmm. then i feel like out here you, know, you could be liked by the american fans i feel like that youtuber crowd because it's mm-hmm. so much younger and different that that's like a whole different that's market a whole other that you world. Can sort of, I, yeah i don't even know about that world at like all. you're on the radio <laughs> and shit so you're probably getting all kinds yeah. of fans every day now that you didn't know existed before right <laughs> literally that like there's some kids no, no you know what a guy said to me the other day he came out the gym and he was like 45 years old or something like he was wearing a suit and stuff he had a duffel bag he's like yo bro your music's hard and i was like what <laughs> like a middle-aged white guy I was like yeah I love that that's what I love I love when someone unexpected fucks with my music you right something you would never think would walk up to that is such a good exactly. feeling that's I was, the best feeling I was in Vermont and somebody came to my show mm. and they were like I don't even listen to rap but I love your podcast I'm an organic farmer and I'm just like <laughs> looking at these two like 35 year old white people and I'm just like holy shit like, exactly that that's the best feeling blew my mind because you know you're really doing it that's when you know you're really doing it because the people who are expected to, to watch your shit mm. that's, that's a given but it's when it's the people who aren't meant to watch your shit are fucking with your shit. Yeah. So you know you're doing it. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good feeling. Um, in terms of like, what, what are you thinking of when you're in the studio in terms of who you want to make happier? And do you change that direction based on uh, what vibe you're going with in a song? Because I can't imagine that, that that song that we keep hearing on the radio mm. is necessarily the same mood in the studio as some of your other stuff that's more yeah. aggressive. Like, what, what's the mentality there? Um, usually when I go in the studio, it's like, have certain topics I want to tackle if I'm making a project uh-huh. or if I'm just going in there to just lay whatever I'm going to lay then it's really how I feel so if I'm angry then my music is obviously going to sound a lot darker most of my stuff is dark but like as of recent I've tried to be a bit happier you know what I'm saying because my, my life's good man I'm really good now yeah. yeah like it's good to show that and um when I went in the studio to do Labra Grove, for example, I was like, yeah, let me make music that like, makes everyone happy I hope my mum hears this like in the kitchen in the morning and she like turns it up you know what I'm saying whereas opposed to certain music I make that I want people like my mom to turn it off. I want mm. them to turn it off. I want right. the kids my age to hear it and to, to get mad and be like, you know what I'm saying, get gassed up. That's what I want sometimes. It just depends what mood I'm in, really. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Um, yeah, I noticed too that like you tend to make the news quite a bit anytime you have anything to say politically. Like you're not scared to <laughs> right. necessarily like throw in your opinion on who should who should be supported in an election mm-hmm. or something like that. Was that something that at a certain point in your life you didn't want to do because you maybe thought that your audience didn't give a shit or something like that? Or is it, or mm-hmm. is it an interest that you've like slowly picked up over time or where does that come from? Um, I think me personally, I've always been interested in politics. Mm. Like my name's Che after Che Guevara. Oh really? So I feel like I have to be political, oh. <laughs> but it's a thing where I don't I don't really touch on subjects that I know nothing about. Right. I feel like you're just an idiot if you do that. Mm-hmm. For me, I have to have some knowledge on it, and I have to be passionate about it. So even if there's a topic that like I understand it, and yeah, like it might be bad, but it's nothing to do with me. It's like it's not for me to speak on. You know what I'm saying? Then I just won't touch on it. Things like Grenfell, obviously that's my community, right. my friends who passed away. I'm gonna talk on it. Things like Labour and like who's in power. Um, I'm going to touch on it because if I feel I can get the kids to go vote for who's going to build us a better future, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So for me, I feel like it's no one's duty. No one has to go and talk about politics. I don't feel like a rapper ever has to because some people say, 
oh, you should talk about this because um, my son looks up to you. Right. First of all, if you're his dad, he should look up to you. Exactly, That's number one. Yeah. You should be his role model. Maybe you should, should just be getting music from me and you can have the chat with exactly. him about politics. Yeah, you yeah. could be his role model and he can listen to my music. If, yeah. if I'm his like sole role model, that he's that's not great if a rapper is being your son's main role model. God right. forbid. Like. I, I mean, I think we're in like a, a crazy state of affairs in the sense that <sighs> politics, we're all witnessing how it affects our real lives in America. That's super true because yeah. we've got a psychopath in power. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> out here even too, it's like when you're talking about that fire and stuff, you can mm. directly see how that, uh, and in particular the response was shaped by the people who are in power. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, man, I, I've been knowing that the government don't care about like ethnic people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's very clear and it's a very stark reminder when you see like a tower burn down which is mostly populated by like Muslims and blacks and they just don't do anything. They're just like, okay, we don't care. Mm. Whereas if that was like, obviously a tower you know there wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a tower if it was a street like a white suburban street they'd do everything they can like look at um notre dame in france they were so quick to raise all right. the money back to build it even better than it was before with a glass roof but then when it's a tower block with poor families who died you don't even want to do anything it's kind of crazy right there's still blocks in the uk that have the same flammable material on the outside of the block they haven't even taken it down yet they just really don't care at all that's crazy just do not care and that was a couple of years ago too right? yeah it's crazy it's crazy wow you ever think that you could see yourself being a politician at some point in your life? Nah, man, I'd be crazy in power. I'd be doing all sorts of fucked up shit. I think you just wouldn't like the, the lifestyle of it. Yeah, Waking up early. It's all about being liked uh, and you have to really yeah. care about your image. Yeah, see, all of that's not for me, man. I, I actually like it when people dislike me because I feel like I'm doing something mm. right. Like when people say, I hate that AJ guy. Like, why Why does he get all these cool things? Like, why is he allowed to? Like, I love that. Do you see a bit of that? I always see it. I always see it. I don't care about it, but I always see it. Really? Yeah, man. If I'm like having a bad day and then I see some shit. Like, oh, fucking, I hope AJ Chasey gets hit by a bus or something. It might it might put me in an extra bad mood, but it never, like, ruins my mood, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm above that now, man. I don't really care, to be honest. Yeah, I And mean, usually it's 12-year-old kids as well. Right. It gives you a little <laughs> bit of that. Yeah, you, whenever you click through, it's always somebody with 40 followers. And you're like, <laughs> like did a, they? Selfie, a selfie in the mirror, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dude, I always wonder, like, did they make this account just to troll me? <laughs> Probably. Because if I respond, I feel like I'm really giving in to the lowest common denominator in this situation. <laughs> Facts. Oh man, that's hilarious. So, um, what do you uh, bide your time doing these days besides just the music thing? Are you, uh, yeah, um, are you pastimes? I play a lot of Xbox to be honest. Mm. Honestly, bro, I fuck with working Fortnite. on that gamer career. Yeah, literally, I, okay. I fuck with Fortnite, FIFA. Uh, my boy, Remark, wherever he's gone, he's from Toronto. Like he's got me into 2K, so I play a little bit of 2K. Um, I really want to stream though. I like CS:GO and these kind of games. Mm. So I want to get into that, man. I'm not really on your Tetris level yet, Oof, yeah. but I'm okay at these puzzle games. Shout I'm out okay. to my man JME, Sean Love on the Tetris yeah, yeah, front. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not up there yet, but we'll get there. I play games. Um, I like to eat a lot. I like to go to different restaurants and try different foods. That's kind of my thing. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, I guess comedy on Netflix. I'm a bit boring now, man. I used to I used to hit the clubs and do the whole rapper thing, spray alcohol everywhere and all that stuff. Really? I'm bored of that. Yeah, You're over that now? I'm over that now. Yeah. And also the, the buy and drip thing, like drip's cool and like, yeah, cool, like. Drip, 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 drip. But like, I'm kind of bored of that as well now. So now I just buy house drip. Really? I buy like cool rugs and like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like Murakami pieces or whatnot. Yeah. I think the day that I bought like an $8,000 couch, that was when oh, I was shit. like, holy shit, this fucking home furniture thing is for real. Oh yeah, it's so comfortable. Oh, there you go then, bro. Yeah, but porn star peed on it. No, oh. I'm not even going to really get into that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Good problems uh, to have, to be honest. Yeah, it was all right. It was late. <laughs> it was late at night. I couldn't get that mad. Um, all right. So what, what do the people need to look out for from you coming out in the near future? Um, I got loads more music coming out, man. I got more music with Jay Critch. I got something with uh, Mo Stack. I got something with Notes. Um, 
uh, where's Skep? Skep, if you're watching this, like, we need to get it in, man. Same. We yeah. need to get it in. Yeah, Him and Emmy. Yeah. Legend. Um, I got something with me and ASAP Ferg going back to back. Really? That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. to back, like rapping in the same verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's fire still. That one's Holy shit. Uh, London on the check. Really? Yeah, yeah, what kind of beat one. was it though? Was it American beat or yeah, it was American? Beat. But it's yeah. fire. I'm not gonna lie, that was super fire still. Wow, Ferg's, um, Ferg's a hit maker. That's a fact. Do you ever do you think about has that ever crossed your mind in the booth? Is that you're trying to make a song that's gonna cross over to the U.S. market as well? Never. I feel like if I if I think like that, it will never happen. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I feel like I like making things that I think are cool. And yeah. then one of my American homies is like, "Yo, that's hard. I prefer that." Yeah. And usually a lot of them like you know like Denzel Curry for example. He hears my music and he'll be like, "I know this is super British." But I really fuck with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like that's that's what I want people to take in. Cause even imagine if I made like an American sounding track, like a um, I don't know, like a little Uzi sounding track, and then it popped off in America. Now the problem is with that, they know I'm British, but they expect American music from me. Uh, so I haven't really done anything for British culture. Yeah. I'm just like an imitation of an American rapper. Yeah. So I hear you. Yeah. Shit, man. Well, you're definitely one of the fucking dudes that I've been listening to the most out here. Right, and okay. Big fan. Especially after the show last night. You're a great right, performer. Right. I've as been well, watching your interviews. You know what I mean? I've been fucking with you. Appreciate Furthermore, that. Furthermore, I'm going to tell you now live on air. If you look in your DM, I DM'd you before. Did you really? I did. And I said, bro, I need to link up with you. Oh, when was that? Have a look. Let's go. <laughs> All right. But you know what's fucked up is on your Twitter, it says that you don't even run your Twitter. Yeah, facts. I just, that's a lie, man. That's a lie. I, can't be I was thinking it was a lie, I can't be bro. to talk to anyone. <laughs> I figured that because that's a great way for you to sort of just absolve yourself of responsibility. Oh, yeah. Bro, trust me. Trust me. That's the way to just get out of everything. Dude, I, while we're on the topic, though, I loved your uh, your chicken shop date. That oh, was that's fucking, hilarious. That was, that's I comedy, laughed bro. so hard watching Did you go that. to Wireless? I did, and I did the interview with oh, you her did, as You well. did it? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. When's it out? Uh, I don't know, but I got I got Ski Mask to do it too, and she was fire. so excited and thankful. That's fire, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. It was just like a couple months ago. But I said it, right? You did. You hit me up. Yo, Get bro. Me. Manifestation. There we go. Oh, yeah. You said it. I'm from London. It would be fire to link up. You're local. Damn. That's fucking crazy, there bro. There we have it. I'm going to be honest with you. At that time, I did not know uh, how good your shit was. So, so love, bro. But now you know. Now we know. Get me. Yeah. Now we're friends. When are you coming to LA? <laughs> yeah, soon, actually. Soon. Okay. Soon. I'm always over there, man. I'll come link you. And with, with knowledge of how much that DJ Cosign helped your career early mm -hmm. on, who could you say is the young people that would actually be excited for you to say their name that you're looking at? Like, I, I kind of fuck with this dude. Let's see. There's a couple. Um, they're not all young, but they're just people I really fuck with. Uh, Masterpiece, he's hard. He's hard looking up. Um, Lancey Foe, obviously, that's my nigga. Like, he's, he's got his own clout anyway. Like, yeah, shut but, up, Lancey, but, yeah. but he's hard, you get me? I need to say he's hard. Um, young Fume, very hard. Fume, we had him yesterday. Fume. Fume is hard. Good guy. Um, who else, man? Who the fuck? Oh, Slow Tie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Slow Tie. Um, yeah, man, I think that's it for honorable mentions, bro. Okay. Sorry if I forgot anyone that I fuck with, man, but that's the ones that come straight to mind. Hell yeah. Nah, I yeah. appreciate you coming in, man. It means appreciate a lot. Appreciate my guy. Yeah, AJ yeah. Tracy. My guy. Love. Live and direct. Love, fam. Uh, no Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Appreciate y'all.